Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM bringing you episode 102 of What the Dice! Episode 102. And you know what? It ends with a two, which means it is time for a podcast shout-out. This shout-out goes to a group called Casting Rolls. They are a bunch of theater nerds that got together and did a podcast. And let me tell you, they're really good. And it's not just because they're theater nerds like me. You know, I've got a BFA in technical theater and design. Some of my best memories are in the theater. Met my wife in the theater. The theater is in my blood. Or is that sawdust? It's probably a mix of sawdust and theater dust. Gods only know. But nonetheless, you head on over to Twitter at Casting Rolls or www.castingrollsilm.com. Go check them out. If you see them on the Twitterverse, tell them hey for us. So that's all I got for the shoutouts. So I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let you guys get on with this week's episode of What the Dice. We sit in the campsite, watching the sun slowly set off in the distance, listening to the fire burn and the waves crash on the ocean side. Looking over, we see the storyteller shooing off what looks like a small rat. Walking up, he sits. Reaching into his satchel, he slowly pulls out the book and slowly flips through the pages. Looking at us, he smiles, still idly flipping. Well, me friends, I don't know about you, but sometimes rats are more of a nuisance than anything else. Granted, I do not wish them harm, but I do wish they would leave my things alone. Well, in God's fell, these rats are different. The adventurers have seen that they have been bound and mended, and while they search for answers and finding more questions than that, they come across strange metal snakes, one of which indulges them in some question and answers, responding with a yes or a no with a simple shake of his snaky head. Well, I am sure this snake will provide the adventurers some leads. Sit back, relax, and hear me tell. In the last episode, you guys had a chance to deal with some rats, finding out a little bit more about them, and had a chance to get into the greenhouse of Godspell and have come across a strange metal snake that varies in size from small to large and seem to be in an intelligent, be intelligent. After a series of yes or no questions from the team, you guys decided to follow a snake that led itself up to the storage area. We pick up with the snake in the storage area moving towards a door that is completely sealed off. You see the snake seems to slide into a small compartment and just disappear past the door. The door itself is blackened by what looks like singes and explosions. 
and it looks like there's only a small area where it could be accessed by smaller creatures. He's going to give the snake the benefit of the doubt that she can't crawl through there and patiently wait on the other side of the door. A few minutes pass by and the snake comes out with a small, what looks like a wand with a small 90 degree with a very small tip on it and a pair of goggles that are completely blacked out. She will take the items from the snake and go, okay, thank you. Um, what do I do with them? It stares at you and you do not know if it is projection or if this thing is actually has the intelligence, but it literally gives you that look of, really? She'll put the goggles on. It stares at you. Does it do anything? The room turns black and you cannot see anywhere. Fibulous. Faye. What? How do I work this thing? I don't even know what it is, but I'm going to try to open the door because I can. But you said it's a wand-looking thing? Yes. And a set of goggles. That are completely black. Defibulous, if you would like to roll a knowledge engineering. 28. With that roll, Defibulous, you would recognize that the goggles that she is holding are akin to welder's goggles, but more of an advanced and streamlined look. The strange wand in her hand would remind you of a very advanced version of a torch, something that your parents had used before. But this is much smaller and much more advanced. Usually the torches that your parents used had some kind of tank system that produced the, uh, the, the flame. This has no wires or hoses attached. Defibius gets all kind of excited. And he's like, oh, okay, I know what it is now. Here, you try. She hands it to him, completely baffled. You don't want to try it? I do. I just don't understand what to do. He goes, let me see if I can get this going. He will put the goggles on and then see if he can find a way to strike up the uh, torch. How are you going to strike up the torch? Mm, first, he'll try like a, a method that like his folks would have used with theirs. Failing that, he will tap it on the piece of metal to see if it reacts. Nope, nothing act. It doesn't activate, and the snake is still watching you all in what seems like amusement. Is there a button to press? I don't know. Roll a perception. I'm gonna look for a button. Defibus is gonna check for a button too. Okay, this is gonna sound like it's a better roll than it is, but I got a 19. Okay. Can I just try to open the door? Been blast welded shut. Gotcha. 32 on my roll. Okay. Defibulous and Kalila, as you poke around, neither of you are able to find the button until Defibulous kind of gets frustrated and pushes something, and you hear a. And a red flame comes belching out of it. It's about six inches long and completely uncontrolled. Neat. Well, I will back away from it since it's a flame. And go, I don't understand. 
understand why the snake gave us this. Mm, I'm assuming since this is a cutting torch, he wants us to open the door. That's a what? Torch? Cutting torch. You use it to cut pieces of metal. Kalila's just gonna kind of like eyes dodge left and right like, um, I, I knew that and just motion like, have at it then. As she gets out of the way. So since I know that that door has been blast welded shut, I'm going to point out the worst of it to be cut open. Okay. Roll a perception for that, or an intelligence for that. 18. Oh, and Defibulous will also tell the others to, when, once he starts, not to look at, watch what he's doing. Why not? Kalila's like, why? Because he'll blind you. Good reason! Look away, got it. Come here, Hugan. Cover all his little spider eyes. Um, Defibulous. Faye is. points out some weak spots that she sees in the metal so that you can begin cutting. Defibulous will joyfully take the torch and go try to cut those pieces of metal. As you bring the f- long flame to the metal, the metal doesn't seem to react, and the snake just watches you, its eyes clearly dilating to a different color so that it's not blinded. Let's see if there's any knobs to adjust the flame to get a more uh, accurate cutting cutting edge to it. Alright, I need you to roll a perception. No, knowledge. Uh, let's go perception. Nat 20. Feeling around, you feel at the base of the unit a small dial that is almost... If you didn't know it was was there, you would have never found it. And you begin to adjust it. The bright red flame slowly gets adjusted more and more, and soon it is a bright white. Putting it to the steel, it just starts to melt away these chunks of damaged metal, and you slowly begin to cut through this massive door. While not watching the uh, the cutting flame itself, Faye is going to watch and make sure no sparks do a fire... Okay. Kalila's watching the snake. Firewatch, you 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 know what I'm all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Defibulous. Yes. I need two rolls from you. One, a knowledge engineering, and then the other one is just a straight roll. Twenty nine on the knowledge engineering. Mm-hmm. And a seventeen with the straight roll. As you finally cut through the last piece dodging a couple of wires that you noticed the metal door falls forward with a loud thunk as you turn it off you notice that your shirt is mildly crispy but not damaged and a cylinder dropping out of the wand the snake opens its mouth waiting for you to put the wand back in its mouth Defibulous will properly t- properly take off the the, go- the goggles and head, head put the wand back in his knife. Thanks, Mr. Snake. The snake sna- s- snakes in, slithers into the room, and what you see in this room, well, is anyone entering this room? I take a look before going in. Anyone else looking in? Well, Kalila was giving Defibulous the, since he opened the door, letting him have the honors of following the snake in first. Faye is watching over his shoulder. She's very interested. As Faye and, well, as everyone kind of looks in, this room is much different than the rest of Godspell. This room is covered in 
strange windows that are blue and covered in text that you don't recognize. There are strange constructs that are leaning against strange outlets or strange ports that are sparking with a slight electrical hum. You see other snakes that are sat out and what look like plugged into something. The snake moves over to a strange chair that is on a single metal pole. You would akin it to like a stool, but there's and with no back. There's a strange box with all these small squares on it. The snake slithers up and waits for you to come into the room. Well, Defibulus doesn't walk in, Kalila will. Oh no, Defibulus will happily run in, run in and check that room out. <laughs> what? I, I have a mental picture of him just kid in a candy shop running in. Yep. As Kalila is more like the bewildered, whoa, look everywhere. In this room, now that you're in it fully, the lights power on, and it is a stark white. It is almost like you are staring at a piece of fresh white linen, fresh off the manufacture, where the sun is beaming on it. There are other automatons of different styles. Some are small little tubes with long, stretched-out, flat wings. You see small little spheres with strange little, what look like, um, like little, I don't know how to explain a propeller, um, but like a propeller for what we would know, being sat, and some of them are in pieces. You see screwdrivers and hammers, but they don't look like the hammers you all are used to. These have small pieces on them that are designed to pry up pieces of metal. The snake still sitting at this strange box with the key, with the smaller squares inside, looking at you, waiting. And you said there was, for lack of a better term, it sounded like you described monitors? Yes. Okay. Um, Everywhere. Yeah, she's going to take a look at what's on the, the mystery boxes. Looking over some, you see words of in common of charging with a, a battery that is, or not a battery, a, a line that is just slowly raising up. And it, you see like a number with a percentage. Well, you may not know what a percentage sign is, but it's that like a number that's, you know, 10.2%. And you see some that are even lower than that. Okay, so clearly these snakes have been here for a while. <laughs> ...frame of it with showing red indications of things that are damaged. You also see a, a, a monitor that says robot facilities operating at 2% efficiency. Hey, Defibulous. What? Well, yeah. Point at the screen that says the something, something, 2%, something, something. He'll come over take a look at it. You do not know what a robot is, and you you understand what efficiency is, but you don't understand what this is really explaining. Let's go look at the snake and go, what's a robot? Its tail moves and taps itself. You're a robot. It nods. 
We call you a... Automatons? Looking at Fibulous. Yep. We call you automatons. It cocks its head to the side. Uh, we're going to assume that means the same thing. You're made of metal and not kind of like pokes herself flesh and blood or fur. Constructs. It, Constructs. It nods. Well, from what I understand, this place is running at practically failure level efficiency. Sounds about right. 2% never sounds good. I'm going to go see what that chair thing is and that box over there does. You have a better idea of what's going on, but so, Snake, we're trying to find the, the rats and get rid of the rats. Can you help us with that? It shakes its head no. Do the people who live here know the, about this room since it was locked? It shakes its head no. Okay, you realize they're now going to know that this room exists, that we've opened the door permanently. It shakes its head yes. I okay. claim this room in the name of Defibulous. That's it nice. It shakes its head no. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> So, okay. did the dwarves never ask you questions? It shakes its head, yes. Wait, Wait. does that mean they did? They asked they, you questions? They, so it would shake its head, no. They never asked questions. you questions. Yeah, yeah they yeah. never asked them questions. Okay. So they just kind of let you do your thing and never questioned any of it? Nods, yes. And based off of that screen over there that says 2%, you guys are in danger. It shakes its head no. No? It taps the monitor and Defibulous, you see the word password and underneath it a small blinking line. Hmm. Defibulous will look at the say, I don't suppose you happen to know what the password is, do you? It slithers down and opens a drawer and pulls out a small another small piece of metal with a piece of glass that is see-through and it taps it and it lights up. The figures will happily go over to see what, it, what it's doing now that it's lit up. Looking at this small thing, it you see at the very top, datapad owned by Lieutenant Smith. First cap, first lieutenant of the Godspell Robotics and Drone Repair Division. You see a small file that is or a small, what looks like a piece of paper, but very tiny inside a thing that just says notes. He'll see if he can get into it so he can look at the notes. Are you gonna, like, how are you going to try to get in it? Does it, it is a piece of paper, or it is a piece of glass surrounded by metal with just words that are appeared on it. Oh, sorry, I have to hold the button. He'll tap at it like, hello? As you tap it, you hear a, and the words quickly change, and you see written in common quite a bit of notes. Reading over it, you see, I've just been given my dream job. I'm in charge of this drone and robotics factory on one of the most unique helicarriers ever designed. All the corps have put this work together in trying to find a way to help secure meta-humanity. I've never worked with so many different meta-types ever. I mean, yeah, you know, being from the Golden City, you've got orcs and elves and dwarves running about, but this is the first time I've actually met a Cyclops. And, you know, for a, uh, a meta-race that has one eye, these guys are sharp. 
this the one that I was stationed with and I'm bunkmates with, he's a sniper and I've seen him work bullseyes at almost half mile away without using a spotter. I I mean no augs or anything. This is nuts. I never knew meta humans could evolve like this. The notes go down a little further. I keep forgetting my fracking password. Screw it. Password. One, two, three. From now on. No one ever comes into my office anyway, and we've got a decker that can help, but man, I ticked her off when I told her I forgot my password again, and she just told me to pick something, and she'll just make sure that she bioscans if it ever comes up weird. So screw it. Password. One, two, three. Fracking passwords. Defibrious' eyes are just like the size of saucers reading all this. And he'll go over to that box and see if he can find a one, two, three. You see a one, two, three, but you also see the alphabet splayed out in a almost random assortment of layouts. It's not like ABC. It's like, you know, what we view as a keyboard today. Cordy. Cordy, you are up. Yes. He's just going to go one, two, three. Nothing happens. Mm, he'll look at the the panel with all the letters on it and see if he sees anything that might help him figure out how to make it go. Uh, no, it just doesn't activate. Like it just says, like wrong password. The note said one two three. He's going to sit here and ponder this for a moment. Okay. Maybe you have to spell the word out instead of the number. Hmm. Valid. He'll try that. What is he trying? To spell one two three. Yeah, so O-N-E-T-W-O. Typing that in, it again gives up the red sign and says invalid password. Look at the snake and go, it says one, two, three. It didn't work. The snake looks at the thing, looks at the fibulous, looks at it again, and then with its tail points at the, the spelling. It says password all, and it's password one, two, three all together. Oh, it's the word password as password. And one, two, three at the end. Yes, well, that's clever. And Defibulous will give that a try. As you type it in, the words light up green and the screen changes. This time on this large piece of glass, you see what looks like a large outstretch of clouds and ocean you see what looks like a group of people in matching uniforms. They're all like jumpsuits, but they are, they look like they have reinforcings. You see small silver and gold and black indications, and they're all smiling and holding what look like little metal cylinders with foam coming out the top of them. On the desktop, you see different things that say, you know, notes, connections, work orders. It, it looks like whoever was on there, this was their, what they would use to write notes. Defibulous just kind of looks neat. While Defibulous is staring at this strange box, Kalila and Faye, would you guys like to do anything? Faye is kind of walking around taking a look at everything. Um trying to decipher what everything is looking for more information as you look around give me a perception check 
18. With an 18, you see strange little boxes with wheels that are connected by what looks like a giant chain with strange things that are reminiscent of Defibulus's boomstick, except they're mounted into something that is uh, like a ball. You see things that look like maybe a, a dog, and it's got strange rifles mounted onto its sides. It just seems like a, a menagerie of strange metal creatures, all just standing there, motionless. Kalila, what would you like to do? Kalila is definitely trying to go, okay, what other questions do I need to ask the snake? She has no idea what all of this is and what exactly they're looking at. She's just over, like, I don't want to say overwhelmed, but she's still just, like, taking it all in. It's a lot. It's a lot of new things. There's this weird sentient metal snake, and now there's these glowing screens. Is she having cursed swamp flashbacks? She's having cursed swamp flashbacks, but this is, like, the complete opposite. (laughs) Instead of jello trees that make you puke and cursed mirrors that make you run away and fog that, like, restarts you at the beginning of what is, I guess, a maze. What? (laughs) He's just like, oh, Desna. <laughs> oh, Desna, what have you put me into? Defibulous, as you are playing around with this strange box, you are able to find a couple of interesting icons. You click on one that is Godspell layout. The Godspell, as if it was a drawing, you see sections that are flashing red, sections that are completely black. You see thing that says damage report and you see percentages on all sorts of things that you have absolutely no clue or understanding of what it is and then you see a small icon at the bottom of the screen that says drone info well defibulous is gonna poke that button that says drone info as you click on it the screen quickly flashes and you see an elf, a young elf whose eyes are shiny silver with blue pupils that are unblinking. His arm, one arm is completely silver and has gold streaks in it. His hair is done up as what we would know as a mohawk and is changing colors at a a slow pulse. You see him leaning into the, the screen, adjusting it, and then he steps back and he is dressed in what looks like a, a white long coat underneath. You see a, a what looks like a button-up shirt, but it is nothing like you've ever seen. It is pressed and form-fitting. And he reaches down and picks up one of these strange metal snakes. He goes, So, uh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how to begin this. I, I am the creator of what we call the Diamondback prototype. This drone is designed for maintenance aboard the Godspell. Uh, these are all prototypes, and you will find in your dossier the manuals that you will need for programming and repair. Um, these use an insignificant amount of power. In fact, we've found ways to, whenever they kill or strangulate small vermin they are able to actually absorb the the mental 
the, the electrical impulses from the brain so that we never have to charge them. They are made from a advanced polymer and they are nearly indestructible. He sets one down and grabs what you recognize as a hammer that is looks like it is heavy for him and he slams it down and the snake doesn't flex or bend. He goes, um, the, the one thing we have put in them that I am proud of is a advanced AI and they will learn, but they will never be able to speak. They, they just know their jobs and they will continue to do such. Uh, I hope you enjoy them. Uh, please keep track of any issues that you see with the AI program or anything. Uh, there is an emergency shutdown system built into the Godspell, so if they ever go haywire, there, there is literally a simple kill switch. Once activated, it will shut down their neural network and they will completely shut down. The AI will be put into a, a stasis and the system itself will be almost like paralyzed. And then we can take them apart and check them. So, uh, yeah, good luck whoever is in charge of the drone department. Uh, yeah. Is that good enough? It is? Okay, so, uh, my boss says it's good enough. Uh, yeah, fill out reports and, uh, have fun with these. They were fun to make. And the screen freezes in this, like, elf is in this, like, one eye is half closed, the other eye is, like, kind of opened a little bit more, and he's got a weird smile where the the picture froze. Hmm. Interesting. AI? Not a clue. Yeah, neither. Hmm. So, looking back at the snake, you were in charge of maintenance. It nods. So, you fix things. Kind of nods. So, Diffusia, so, you fix things, but due to the, the efficiency of this area not working right, you can't fix things properly. It nods. And you want us to fix things here so you fix things properly it nods and the reason why you're having us help you is because nobody else figured out that you were smart it nods again okay hooray we're smart it slithers off for a second and comes back with a dead rat that has chips of the strange wire and it plops it down and it points its tail at it because yeah there's weird stitching in it the rats are a problem when you say, are the rats its problem, it nods. So the the rats are creating a big enough problem to where you can't fix things. It nods. All right. Well, the, the guy running this place also wants us to get rid of the rats. Can you, do you at least know where their main nest is? It looks at you for a second and it almost pulls the strange box with all the small key little boxes away from Defibulus. And it extends its neck up, and you see little spider-like legs come out of a small opening, and it begins to tap away. On the screen, you see the Godspell map change and shift to where it is a side view, and it is showing little paths that lead down another level and then stop. And then underneath, you start to see information damaged holes in walls and structure lead into organic material unable to trace into the organic material due to programming limitations ai decision 
falls to destroy and eliminate any of the vermin that come from said holes and continue manufacturing repairs as per request. Okay, so... Last request, 2,300 years. 2,300 years? That's one hell of a break. Is that accurate, Snake? It looks at you, cocked its side, and just slowly nods. You, you've been around for oh, 2,000 years? It pulls up what looks like a calendar. You see names and numbers that don't make sense because, you know, the, the names of the days have changed. But it's showing that the last recorded flight time was several thousand years ago. Okay, backburnering the implications of that. Right? <laughs> This ain't flu. How, how can we help? How can we help you help the dwarves? Get rid of the rats, it sounds like. It's a bigger it's... problem than even the dwarves know. It nods. Yeah, well, they barely knew about these guys, so. I don't even. Yeah, right? They knew. The dwarves know that you guys are at least down here guarding the food. It was alright. So, based off of this map, I guess, is this a map? Yeah, um, she goes, so the dwarves know that you guys are at least down here guarding the food, at least. It nods. But they don't know much beyond that, but they soon will. It nods again. And according to, um, she points to the screen map. That looks like a map to me. It, it nods. The rodents are coming from, as I suspected, below the ship. It nods again. All right. We need to know how to get to the tunnels. The organic tunnels. It stares at you for a long moment, and it starts to type, and it shows the side view of the Godspell turn, and it shows one of the big holes, and it shows, you know, hole breach detected, and it is after a long period of nothing. So you can associate that based on the, the time of about when the dwarves discovered Godspell. And it points that there is a large hole breach that you could pass through there. And it looks like you would have to go through medical. Okay, that makes sense. When the dwarves dug into this thing, it allowed the rodents in as well. It nods. It also pulls up something that shows like an automated it says automated inventory scans and it shows that several things are missing um several hundred things are missing and it's all under the medical tag ah is that what's been happening to the rats it just stares at you something is stealing your equipment to fix the rats it half nods it does not know entirely. Okay, no, that that's fair. But something is doing this, pointing back at the rat body where there's, like, the metal sutures and stuff. Something is fixing these rats. And not. Hey, Mr. Snake. And not. Um, how did this thing get here, then? It cocks its head to the side, clearly not understanding what you mean. He points to, like, all of, like, the, the, the ship, or the gods fell itself. He's like, how did this get I mean... Was this always here? It stares at you again, sure what you mean by has it always been here? 
been here for 2,300 and something years. Yeah, Apparently. where was this before 2,000 some odd years ago? It stares at you for a moment and it begins to type on the keyboard or what we know as a keyboard and it clicks on something and you see the word matrix not connected error it cocks its head to the side tries typing something else in gets another another thing that says that then it begins to pull up a black screen and starts to type in what looks like a random assortment of letters and symbols and then it pulls up something that is a picture with a bunch of words and you see the gods fell in its entirety wings out and you see balloons and people in strange dress uniforms with rifles on their backs and it just says celebration of new defense prototype airship conjoined forces with all corps to make the world a better place for all meta humanity the gods fell replacing or uh, the gods fell doing what the gods could never do protect meta humanity from those from from the outside forces this thing used to fly apparently do you guys even this looks like commissioning day so this thing flew do you guys even understand how how much stuff that would take to make something like this this thing the size of a mountain practically fly what happened what caused it to end up here okay hold on though i'm setting aside the incredible engineering to make this thing fly 2300 years and yet everything looks way more advanced how did we regress i had the same question you don't understand snake this this is we've never seen things like you before yeah, I mean, you're basically witchcraft. Technology. She'll pick up Defibulus's gun and go, This is the most advanced thing I've ever seen until here. It stares at the gun and just cocks its head and it almost... If it could chuckle, it would chuckle. That, that gave you that kind of look. I know the snake is laughing at us. Hey, yeah, I, get I, paid that a night, I paid a fair bit for that. Give it right back, and she hands it back to Defibulus. Well, no, Defibulus is more talking to the snake, chuckling at his rifle. Okay, well, I mean, all of this aside, it looks like we can help you, and you can help us, and in turn, this helps the dwarves. It's a win-win-win all the way around. We just need to get to that hole, which looks like it's in medical, which is across the hall. Are you able to come with us, or do you have to stay on the ship? It taps the the ship. You have to stay on the ship. And nods. Well, darn, you'd have been handy to have around. It opens its mouth and produces two small fangs. And it almost looks like they can spin. It sprays a small amount of colorless liquid onto the table. And then retracts it back into its lips. What is that? Did you just spit poison? It shakes its head no, and it turns and taps on this thing, the the strange box, and it shows a diagram of its fangs, and it shows that they spin and inject something that is attuned to a perilous, a neurotoxin. 
Are you offering that in assistance for defeating the rats because it's effective against them for us to use? It looks at you for a second and on the screen you see if I can find a way to get you some, I can, but no promises. Oh, we were just wondering why you opened your fangs up and showed us that. We don't understand why you did that. It literally puts... Uh, the human asked if I was effective at killing rats. You are very effective because of that perilous. It nods. So... He, he was giving you the reason why of a yes, I'm effective. Mr. Snake. He looks at you. How did this... The, if this thing flew, how did it end up stuck in a mountain? It looks at the console, types in a few things, and you see the big see the words emergency flashing not as if it was actually going on but as almost like a recording it just says emergency engine failure all hands brace and then the recording just stops so something catastrophic happened to your engines and you crashed it not now I want to find the engines could be down below. All right, let's get going. Got to find the rats anyways. Maybe we'll look out and find the engines on the way for you, Defibulous. Am I allowed to play with the engines? It shakes its head no very quickly. Why? I'm going to follow the snake's advice and, and go with no. I'm a certified... I'm an honorary member of the... The, uh... The other airship. Murdoch. The Murdoch, yeah. I'm an honorary engineer there, thank you. Yeah, well, that's there and not here. Um, hey, if I offer you a couple of daggers, do you think you could spit on them again? And maybe some of Kalila's arrows? It stares at you for a moment and it shakes its head no. Not effective in the air? Um, no, it's if you gave me a perception, you'll find out. Am I allowed to join in in perceiving this too? Yes. 29. Okay, and Kalila? 32. Both of you look at where the snake had spit, and you see no remnants of the liquid anywhere. It evaporates. Well, darn. That would have been handy, though. Thanks anyways, though, Snake. You've helped us a lot, at least one, with showing us all this, and two, leading us to where at least the rats are coming from. Yes. That, that is a big help, to know where the nest is. The snake also lifts the strange box and slides... A small, nearly flat rectangle towards you, and you just see the picture of a dwarf with a bald head, one silver eye, and a big grin. He, you do not see a beard, you see more of mutton chops, and you just see Lieutenant Smith in silver ring. Okay. Oh, will this get us through medical? It types on the the box. It just says key card. Well, I understand key, so it acts like a key. It nods. Bipus kind of scratches his little, little beard going, and he's like, so medical stuff is missing, something's fixing up the rats, and the rats are creating, like, Poisonous slobber. 
and something's also like stitching him up. Could he'll look at the snake? Could another rope? One of you guys be fixing the snake? The uh, rats? It tilts its head to the side. Not sure how to answer. Could one of you or another one of the robots? I guess. Could any of y'all have gone rogue? It looks over at the other drones and robots that are in charging stations and just shakes its head that it doesn't know. Alright, well it sounds like the rest of the answers is to be found down medical and into some caves. And that means in the next episode you guys will be going to medical. Woohoo! Oh wait. That's never a good thing. Right? I was about to say, let's not cheer about that. And I had the hi-ho, hi-ho song stuck in my head. Dude, I have had better metal snakes stuck in my head. Last time I heard someone say, get to medical, it ended badly for him. I only hear is Ripley, get to medical, get to medical! Yeah, and look how that ended for everyone. Right, Xenomorphs. Well, 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 it seems as if the adventurers, the Alpha team, has a chance to poke around in something that is nearly 2,300 years old. I wonder how Metacle has fared. This strange metal snake showing more intelligence than other creatures in the area. Something designed by a strange man with strange metal pieces in his flesh. Well, the adventurers have much to discover, for Godsfell seems to be ripe with mysteries from time long forgotten. Well, me friends, unfortunately that is all the time we have for this evening. And as always, me friends, may the dice gods bless your Every role. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, Please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 